Dear friends, and welcome to the It Is Well podcast. I am your host, Danny Hardy, and I have really missed chatting with you guys the past few weeks. It feels like it's been forever. And I have to say, the privilege that it is to hop on here and talk to you guys about Jesus is never lost on me. And I'm always honored to share with you through this creative outlet. Y'all, I'm I'm still just giddy. Um, that you're tuning in and for real, like still a bit surprised that this is all happening. It's been a dream for so long and I'm just so excited. Each time that someone sends me a message or a text or walks up to me in a store and says, Hey, I just finished listening to your podcast. There's always this brief moment of shock for me where <laughs> where my brain is like rapidly telling my jaw not to drop to the floor. Oh, I'm like simultaneously shocked that you guys like me enough to listen in and in complete awe at what God is doing through this platform. I'm just so thankful that you're listening, but more than that, more than that, I'm grateful that God is showing up each time because after all, that's why you continue listening because he is showing up to do what only he can. So wherever you are today, whether in the car, cooking dinner, or going for a walk, I pray that no matter what you are facing, that we can exhale collectively. (sighs) Feels good. (laughs) And just find the space to say, it is well. As many of you know, my husband and I are both in ministry in our local church, and we just finished up the busy and beautiful season of Easter. It was absolutely amazing, y'all. Our Easter gatherings were so full of life, and people were noticeably encountering Jesus, which is so encouraging. God just showed out in the house, and we saw so many new faces on Easter and encountered Jesus in new ways that really just left us hungry for more of him. It was so beautiful, just incredible. But then, <laughs> like, let's be real, um, we found ourselves just needing space to rest and be renewed in the Lord and just rejuvenated in our mission. And to be totally honest, rest is really hard for me, really hard Creating space to breathe during these busy spring days can be so challenging for all of us, I'm sure. It seems to me like spring has such a natural rhythm of productivity and busyness for everybody. I mean, kiddos have spring fever. They just want to be outside all day, splashing in puddles and riding bikes. And y'all, our sweet little is currently working hard to conquer her new big girl swing, which is really quite amusing, (laughs) like just to see all of the ways that she comes up with swinging. It's pretty fun. Um, And this time of year, we love to be outside. We enjoy planting flowers, which we're going to be doing soon, prepping for our garden full of vegetables for this summer, and just enjoying the beautiful weather. But even as we're outside relaxing and enjoying the weather, I notice the busyness in the animals. We have um, a few barn swallows 
at our house that build a nest on our back porch every spring. And they have been hard at work every single day getting that nest ready. It's so fun to watch them. Um, We also have some killdeer. And these birds are so peculiar. They actually build their nest on the ground, which doesn't seem like the best plan, (laughs) but hey, not judging. Um, But those killdeer have already hatched two sets of babies. Like what? That's crazy. Um, And those babies are out there busy learning how to fly. So there's just this busyness all around us, just like it is around all of you. And that doesn't even include the hustle and bustle of people and traffic and schedules and responsibilities and obligations and on and on and on, right? And our quick paced world has this high stakes need to be productive, like to get something done, to accomplish something noteworthy. And so it's no wonder that it's so hard for us to carve out time to rest our minds and to rest our hearts, to rest our bodies and our souls, and to really be renewed in Christ. And y'all, rest is not something that we all do naturally. Many of us, myself included, really have to seek rest and be held accountable by others to actually observe rest. Now, thankfully for me, one of the champions in my life noticed that I was in need of some post-Easter rest that I was really being resistant to, like stubborn about, just to be honest. Um, So after our small group last week, she lovingly but very straightforward called me out on it, which I'm so grateful for. Um, We were texting a few days after group and she said, I know that you're struggling with taking a Sabbath because of what you said the other night. And I hadn't even said anything specific. I was like beating around the bush about it and she figured it out. But her statement just spurred a great and very necessary conversation between us. And it was really her just encouraging me into a rhythm of rest. And the next thing she said to me was, I see you. And that just created a breath of immediate pause in me. And it felt like the first time I had exhaled in weeks, like just let it all out because she saw me, not what I was portraying, but she saw the real condition that I was in. So side note, uh, being known by people who really see you is such a vital part of our spiritual journey. Like we need people who can look straight through our barricades and into our souls to help lead us to the one who refreshes us through rhythms of rest. Mm. So if you're anything like me, which I suspect you are, um, busyness and productivity feel like second nature. So for my fellow Enneagram friends, I am a three categorized as the achiever. So by nature, I am a striver. I'm a doer, a seeker, a performer, and it is only by faith, self-discipline, and complete exhaustion at times that I have learned how to rest and create space to breathe. And taking time to rest is not something I do automatically, and really, I'm pretty bad at it still. But (laughs) um, I know that it's a vital part of my life, and so I'm really working on it. Now, I know that working at resting sounds counterintuitive, 
but when resting doesn't come naturally, it must be worked at until it becomes a habit. And y'all, this spiritual God-ordained rest that I'm talking about is not the same thing as sleeping or napping or vegging out on the couch watching TV, which there's nothing wrong with those things either. And I love all of those things, but it's not this kind of rest that I'm talking about. Um, Rest is really a posture of our hearts before God. And we don't just stumble upon it, but rather we find it through implementing it through discipline and obedience. Mm. Friends, I just, I believe that when we truly learn to rest in the Lord, we are better suited to fulfill all of the good works that God has prepared for us. We are better suited to worship Him, to know Him, and to make Him known. When we are exhausted and out of sync with the Lord and really out of sync with ourselves, we're less productive, we're largely dissatisfied, and we're more susceptible to the attacks of the enemy. Yet, when we make rest a regular discipline of our lives, we find ourselves more engaged in life. We discover untapped potential. We're alive in the word of God and we're free to champion those around us because we're not criticizing them out of our own depletion. Oh, such a good word. I didn't come up with that. (laughs) God just put that into my heart. We're free to champion those around us because we're not criticizing them out of our depletion. And y'all, I need you to hear me on this next thing. Depriving ourselves of rest is not an act of humility. I really need the mamas who are listening and all of the doers to really hear that. Continuing to push through your human frailty just because there's so much to be done is not an act of humility or even an act of service. It's an act of ignorance and one of disobedience. And I know that might sound harsh, but I'm saying it so directly because those of you who really need to hear it won't accept it any other way. God calls us to rest because he made us and he knows our limitations. And it seems so silly, y'all. We will trust like the manufacturer's warnings on the products that we purchase, but we're hesitant to heed the command of our creator and take time to rest. Y'all, he knows us so intimately. He knows the frailty of our hearts, our souls, our minds, and our bodies. And he designed us to rest as a way to draw us unto himself. Oh, it's so beautiful. God himself rested on the seventh day of creation. And all throughout scripture, he commands us to follow his example. Y'all, listen. God didn't rest because he was tired. He rested because he was finished creating and he was pleased with what he had made. Rest was not intended to reinvigorate the Almighty. He doesn't get tired. Therefore, rest has a greater purpose in our lives than just giving us energy. Mm. Rest is about us stopping. Stopping to simply abide or remain in Christ rather than create or produce or do anything. When we receive rest in the Lord, we refrain from doing and we focus on being. 
I have, I've often reminded myself that we are called human beings, not human doings, for a reason. Rest is not just a time that we carve out for God, but it is a time that He has carved out for us, that He created on our behalf. Because resting in Him allows us to reconnect with Him and who He is making us. Rest is something that God commands us to do. It's not a suggestion. It's a requirement because it's an essential tool that God uses to reconnect our hearts to His, to reconnect our purpose to His, to reconnect our rhythm to His. And we see it so beautifully explained in Matthew 11 in verses 28 through 30 when Jesus says, Come to me, come to me. All you who are weary and burdened, and I want to pause there. All you who are weary and burdened, not those of you who occasionally get weary and burdened, who might be weary and burdened, but all you who are weary and burdened because he knew we would become weary and burdened because he knows us. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Notice it doesn't just say rest for your bodies. Rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Y'all, rest is about us coming to God and receiving something from Him instead of doing something for Him. Rest is this natural rhythm of Him drawing us close in order to send us out. Drawing us in to send us out. Do you feel the ebb and flow of that? The rhythm of it? Rest is intended to be a time for us to cease our doing, cease our creating, cease our making, cease our to-do list, and simply get close to the lover of our souls. And then... Going out and making him known is the natural byproduct of having spent restful time with him. It's a beautiful pattern, a rhythm of our souls resting in the one who refreshes us completely. So what could rest look like in the everyday busyness of life? Practically lived out, what does this look like? Y'all, I don't have all the answers to this. But I've thought through this so much and I've prayed through this so much and I've struggled with it so much and I've wrestled in it so much and not just for the last six months, but like the last 10 years. Um, And so these are the things I would say about rest. Rest is a time that must be protected, has to be protected. And for our family, that means that it goes on the calendar, like legit, it goes on the calendar. We schedule our Sabbath time. Because we're busy, um, it may not fall on the same day of the week every week. And it may not even fall on the same day for all of us. But we work hard to ensure that either separately or collectively, that we accept the gift of rest. And we're still figuring out what rest looks like for our daughter. And I'm not talking about nap time. I'm talking about rest, like rest for her soul. We're still figuring out what that looks like. And we're learning her unique rhythms but we want to model it well for her life. I've also learned that rest is a time that must be lived intentionally. Like I said earlier, this time of rest is not about watching TV or taking a nap, but it's time of drawing close to God. 
So be intentional. Be intentional with your space and intentional with your expectation. Maybe this looks like you sitting in your favorite chair in the house with your favorite worship music on. Um, Maybe this is time for you to sit at the kitchen table early in the morning with a hot cup of coffee and your prayer journal, just writing down the things that God is pouring in. For me, it is sitting outside with my Bible, some instrumental music, and praying out loud. And y'all, I do this in my backyard. I do it at the park or by the river. Really, anywhere that's accessible that has a view. Um, I just I sit and I pray and I read and I quiet the noise in my heart and the chaos in my mind and I open my hands to hold tight to my Father. And I want to say right here, because I feel like this is important, this is not when I do my Bible study. Because studying is not the same as resting. So hear that. Like studying the Word of God, praying warrior prayers over your family, and serving those around you are all acts of growing and producing and creating. But rest is simply about remaining in Him, abiding in Him, and realigning yourself with Him. So I think of this like the difference between a shower and a bath. Like when I get in the shower, there's an agenda. I've got things to do and get done. Similar to when I'm doing a Bible study. Like I've got things to read, questions to answer, thoughts to think through. It's different. When I'm taking a bath, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. I'm just hanging out in the bathtub. And that's what rest is. You're just chilling with God. You are hanging out with God, allowing Him to fill up your soul. So there's a little analogy for you. Um, And finally, my opinion is that rest must be repeated. Like it's ludicrous for us to believe that because we rested really well that one time three weeks ago, that we don't need to do it again. (laughs) No, no, my friends. Rest is like deodorant. Like you want to apply it generously and frequently. Hello. like how often you repeat your rhythm of rest, it might depend on the pace at which you're bearing fruit. Um, I find that in the seasons where I'm creating a lot of content that I need to rest in the Lord more often, like every single day. (laughs) Um, So if you're in a season of pouring out all that you're given, it makes sense to retreat to the giver more frequently. Rest, my friends, is such a central component to our relationship with the Lord, so it must be protected, it must be lived out intentionally, and it must be repeated often. Y'all, I am still learning how to do these things, and I'm grateful for the champions in my life who have modeled this well for me. I'm learning, and I hope that you're learning too. We're truly on this treasured journey together. But friends, I believe that if we can learn to rest well in the Lord, that we will find joy unimaginable and faith unshakable. So today I want to leave you with Psalm 62, verses 5 through 8, which says, Yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from Him. Truly He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to Him, for God is our refuge. Oh, my friends, I pray that over these next few weeks that you will be intentional 
to seek rest and to receive the gift that rest is. Receive the love and the fulfillment that only God can provide. And I hope that you'll make plans to join me next time for a special Mother's Day podcast that is just near and dear to my heart. I can't wait to chat with you again. I'll talk to you soon. If you are encouraged by today's podcast and believe it will be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate it and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. And thanks for listening.